let's let's take a look at this little league video. It's probably gonna be crap, honestly. It's little league. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I like the thumbs up. I like the thumbs up at the end. Yeah, like. Did you see me? Did you see what I did? Boot scooting boogie. Taking my 360. Love the aggressiveness. Uh, hate the defensive play here. Just, <laughs> I love the partial just, aggressiveness in the beginning. Just obviously, you know, you got to sell it. Yeah, I'm stopping at first, but it's yeah, a little yeah, yeah. like little <laughs> skip step right there. That, when she bro, bro, bro. <laughs> watch the first baseman's body language and like her reaction to this girl rounding first base. This first baseman is just like no idea what's going on. Oh, oh, she's just gonna go. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's what she's supposed to do. She just, she's just standing there, just standing there. She watches her make the turn. She watches her. Like, there's no like you don't see like a tense up like screaming tone. Like, there's none of that. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, all right, see you later. It's just so funny. You know, I wasn't one to be necessarily the one that was going to go on a walk and take two, unless I had the runner on third and it was typically a freebie. But there was one time I was on first. I was playing tenue, travel ball. I'm on first, teammates up to bat. Here I am, 3-2 count, two outs. I'm, see ya, taking my free bag. I start jogging because it's ball four. I'm jogging the second, and everybody's like, second, second, third to two, third to two. I'm like, why would you do that? I'm literally already on the back. Like, I'm, you just walked her. No, nah, teammates' count was two, two. I just <laughs> right to second. And it's funny because the batter, my teammate, also just started walking down the line, and everybody, the umpires, the scorekeepers, everybody's like, oh, we got, we got a two, two count. <laughs> That sucks for y'all. Looks like I got a stolen base, baby. <laughs> exactly. Put that one in the SB column. <laughs> yeah, there weren't many of those. <laughs> that one's funny, though. It's the it's that for me. I mean, it's I've the, that, that work in high school and in college. Mm. Whether it was intentional or not, like I've seen it happen, and everybody on the field is just like, what? <laughs> what? Until, until what the umpires... Doing? <laughs> just hanging out. Um, just hanging out. Yeah, that. Oh man. <clears throat> well, and two, like you watch the pitcher. Obviously, the pitcher messed up. You you walk to the girl, then immediately throws the ball. Ball's caught. She's like, oh, crap. Yeah, just hang, just hanging her head, <laughs> hanging her head, having a having a freaking pity party. Runners, middle like, infielders. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you you have to you have to believe one that nobody on defense has ever seen anybody do that yeah they're what 12 yeah but i mean you also have to imagine that that girl's walked a handful of other other batters earlier in the game and the and the defense the defense is just like 
Oh my god. <laughs> Here we go again. Turn around, kicking dirt, just like, oh my gosh. Another long <laughs> inning. The first baseman steps on the bag after she goes to sec watch. She yeah, yeah, no, I saw like, that. Yeah, I'm gonna get you out right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw that. <laughs> Throw it to me, and she steps on the middle of the bag. <laughs> Not even the corner. No, like Achilles will be ripped for sure. Just this is right down. There. This this is an issue in <clears throat> little league baseball as well. Like you just see poor, poor play. Not to hate on Little League baseball and softball, but it's just, it's like glorified rec league. It, it is. I'm just speaking truth. These, I mean, except for like when, you, when you're talking about like teams from like Texas and Florida and California, like those oh, end up being. Don't hate on my Nolansville team now. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the, the, with baseball now, it's starting to become like travel teams that end mm. up representing this rec league. And yeah. so you're starting to see better play, better quality, um, you know, higher, higher baseball IQs. But like this is this is rec league softball, and you can't tell me it's not. Well, it all starts too with the tank top. Rocking, yeah, those phased out, up. those phased out in the early 2000s. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to Yellow Ball, everybody. Here with Robbie and Ashley. Uh, today we're talking about the group of five and uh, how their regular seasons and postseasons went last year. Um. Ashley, where do you want to start out? Oh, let's take a look at the old AAC. Not to be confused with the ACC. Correct. The in which I've confused a- multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, has, it has tricked my brain a time or two as well. The old AAC, the American Athletic Conference, um, where my alma mater competes. Oh, Memphis, um, who unfortunately is, uh, yeah, go Tigers, go, baby. Blue and gray all day. Um, yeah, unfortunately, the, the Tigers just are not are not very good or haven't been very good in years past. Maybe that will change this year. I hope so. Um, okay, so last year, regular season, you got – Wichita State, who finishes at the top of the pack with a 44-12 record, 16-2 in conference. And they just pull a UCLA and just crap the bed and get upset yeah. by Tulsa in the conference tournament. <clears throat> yeah, Tulsa kind of came out of nowhere I guess for him and just put him into shock. This is what you said, UCLA all over again. Yeah, solid, I mean solid season and then it's like nah. Yeah, like I just I and we we look at their postseason, like their postseason wasn't terrible. 
considering a, they're a group of five team, they're a smaller team from a smaller conference. Uh, but I mean, like to to do so well in the regular season, to just be like, mm, nah, we're not going to win our conference tournament. Not even going to make it to the conference finals. And lose to like almost the worst team in the conference. That's crazy. Well, and, and two, <clears throat> you go back and, and look how far if you, you know, we'll get to it on Tulsa, but if you just go back and look at their season in whole and compare it to Wichita, Wichita State also hung with Power 5 schools in other games. Yeah, yeah, they were a really good ball club last year, whereas you look at Tulsa, Tulsa didn't even – they weren't even above 500. Mm-mm. In conference, they were right at 500. And, I mean, granted, that's not to say that Tulsa doesn't have good athletes. I'm sure they do. Obviously, they have good enough athletes to beat a really good Wichita State team and compete with Central Florida in the the championship. But, I mean, I don't know what the injury status was for Wichita State's team. or Tulsa's team throughout the regular season. I, I don't know any of that, but like you just expect way more from a 40 plus win team when they're facing a team who could barely get over 20 wins. Right. Because 40 plus is tough feet. Like, and then yeah. to just go on and all oh, disappointing for sure. Yeah. And I know some teams are, are, you know, some analysts would say that some some teams are built more for tournament style play than they are for you know, long term marathon type season play. But good teams win. I, I don't. They're, yeah, they're, bottom line. It, yeah, bottom line is good teams win. It's the same thing with with the the MLB postseason now and all four. Was it four teams that won 100 plus games this year throughout the regular season? They all got put out. They went like one and 13 in postseason play. Like good teams win. Uh, that's that's what it comes down to. Wichita State just kind of crapped a bed and proved that they were not as good as what their record said that they were. Um, yeah, then you have Central Florida finishing second in the conference with another 40 win season. They go 40 and 21. Uh, 15 and three in conference and they actually come through and win the conference tournament, which is no surprise to to me. I'm sure it's not a surprise to you either. UCF has been a, a top. They've been a top program for a while that, you know, in the, in the group of five, like they're not just a top group of five program. They're just a top program. Right. Like, I think, and I'm, I could be wrong here, so I might have to double check myself here in a second. But I'm I'm pretty positive that that might have been UCF's fourth consecutive conference championship appearance. I'm pretty That's impressive. Pretty positive in that. Yeah, super I wouldn't impressive. Be, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, like I said, they've they've been a top program for a while, and they've established themselves as a just a, a solid program year in and year out. They're able to compete with the SEC and the ACC. Like they're just really good. And honestly surprised that 
they didn't finish the regular season in first place. Um, but not surprised that they won the conference tournament and then went on to compete in a really tough regional. Right. Um, excuse me. You got South Florida finishing third in the conference. Not, not a super impressive record, but not, not abysmal. Definitely no Tulsa. Um, but they go 32 and 24 in the year, 10 and seven, 10 and seven in conference. And uh, they lose to <clears throat> central Florida in the semis, which that's to be expected. You're going up a really good, going up against a really good central Florida team. I mean, just kind of tough to compete with them. Um, and then you got Tulsa who, I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess within within the conference, like, they were the fourth best team. And the AAC only takes the top four for, for the conference tournament. So I'm trying to think who else is in the American. Obviously, Memphis is in there, and they, they didn't even make conference tournament. Um, geez, who else is in the American? Is that Lynn? No. Navy's in in the American, but I don't think I don't even know if they have they, a softball team. I don't think they don't. Uh, like we they may are. be misspeaking on that. If we if Navy has a softball team, Apologies. sorry, ladies, <laughs> please <laughs> please straightforward comment and let us know that you are there and you're ready to compete, so we can talk about you. Um, who else? Who else is? Are you looking? East Carolina. Yeah, ECU. Yeah, ECU didn't make conference tournament. Correct. Um, let's see. ECU, Houston, Houston. Yeah, Houston. Houston will not be in the American this year. Houston's in the mm-hmm. Big Twelve now. Yeah, that, a little concerning, but that's besides the point. That's it. That it's just Wichita State, Central Florida, okay. South Florida, Tulsa. And then those three. Well, Memphis okay. being the other one. Right, 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 right. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, To you don't want to just put three teams in the conference tournament and give, give the one seed a bye because that wouldn't make a whole bunch of sense. Um, so you put four in there and just have everybody kind of do it out. I think, they're, I think they do a double elimination, though, since they only do a top four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean – you got one through four. You go one and four matchup in the first round, two and three matchup in the second round, and then you got to go all the way through the losers bracket to get to the championship. So good on Tulsa for making it to the championship, but I I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand yeah, how I mean, Wichita State just. <laughs> Just couldn't close out a game like that. And then Tulsa gets to the conference championship, which again is against UCF. And UCF is just like, just absolutely smacking them around. Right. Five inning conference championship game. Five innings. Didn't even go the full seven. And I'm yeah. willing to put my money, which is Wichita State would have given UCF a run for their money. Absolutely. Absolutely, hundred percent agree with that. 
Um, but I mean, when you don't show up to play, like that's what happens. Softball, so, yeah, softball is one of those games where it's not like football. It's not the most physical team. It's it's going to be who's at their best on that day. And I mean, Tulsa, Tulsa was Tulsa was better. And yeah, I mean, Wichita State probably came out flat and expected to just go up on top of Tulsa to begin with. And Tulsa just lay down and roll over and take the L and Tulsa didn't do that. They kept competing, kept grinding, and they come away with the win to get to the championship. And then Central Florida just did what Central Florida always does to mediocre teams and just beat them in the ground. Oh, yeah. Like they're like they were supposed to do. Um, so, I mean, with that being said, you move to the postseason, Wichita State, they get, um, even though they didn't win their conference tournament, they won regular season tournaments. They got a, they got a, a bid into the Stillwater Regional. I don't know. I don't, is that considered an at-large bid or is it because they won regular season, they got an automatic bid? I'm not 100% sure. I feel like. I feel like it's because they won regular season. Yeah, I feel like group of five teams get an automatic bid for the regular season and an automatic bid for the conference tournament. Yeah. And if that happens to be one team, then so be it. And the other teams are just at-large bids at that point. Mm -hmm. So either way, Wichita State and Central Florida both make – uh, the NCAA tournament, Wichita State goes to Stillwater. They go one and two in that regional. Do you know who they got put out, out by? I don't remember. Yeah. So, so they went one and two, and they played Nebraska. They played Nebraska first. That's where they got their their one win. Close game, six okay. five game. Interesting, because Nebraska was pretty solid last year. They were they were hitting mm-hmm. some dingers last year. So for right. Wichita State to beat them, that's that's pretty, that's pretty Where did solid. You go wrong against Tulsa, right? Yeah, for real, <laughs> for real. Um, then they take their first loss against Oklahoma State, to be expected. Yeah. Right, right. Strong Oklahoma State team, and then they turn around and have to play Nebraska again. And they that's, lose this time. Yeah, nine innings, nine wow. inning game, eight to nine. I think it was like uh like 12, 12 hits to 13 hits, no errors, just dogfight, which is awesome. They were, and they were the three seed, right? Wichita State? Yeah. I think In so. In that regional? Yeah, I think so. They Yeah, they, they had to have been, right? Nebraska would have been the two seed. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State would have been the one seed. Yeah. And who was the fourth team in that regional? Do you have it pulled up right now? No, but I can. I'll race you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wichita was Wichita State was the the two seed, or no, the three seed. Nebraska three was the seed. two seed. Yeah, they were the three seed, right? Yeah. UMBC UMBC was the four seed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes we're sense. We're good. We're there. Right. So, anyways, yeah, they go on to their Stillwater Regional, perform 
at least against Nebraska, performed pretty well. Just yeah, I mean, and and short. yeah, going up against Oklahoma State in that game, and after beating Nebraska the first time, like Wichita State would have been the underdog going in that game anyway. So to expect them to pull out the win against a really tough Oklahoma State team, like it would have been really cool. Everybody loves a good underdog story, but Oklahoma State just they're just better, honestly. Yeah. They, they end up they end up beating Wichita State that game six to nothing. So you can't really can't really fault Wichita. I mean, you can, but like they're just overmatched from a talent standpoint, and there's not a whole lot that they. I don't feel like there was probably there was a whole lot else that they probably could have done in that game. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with that statement for sure. I mean, especially after Nebraska, you've got the win, probably riding a little bit of a high, like ready to go, and Oklahoma State's just going to come out and do what Oklahoma State does, and it's just going to shoot shoot down your your enthusiastic mood, basically. <laughs> That's right. how I feel. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm sure they could have been a little bit more competitive because you look at – uh, how Nebraska played Oklahoma State in the championship or in the final of that regional, and they only lost five to two. Mm. So you would think that Wichita State could have could have gotten a run or two across and made it a little bit closer of a game. But in the grand scheme of things, Oklahoma State was just a better ball club. There, there wasn't much much else you could have asked Wichita State to do in that regional. So going one and two as you know, a smaller program and putting up 44 wins, like a pretty impressive year for them. Even though even though they, they laid an egg in the conference tournament, I, I'd say they still had a pretty successful year, um, much to build upon going into this season. Absolutely. <laughs> and Central Florida goes one and two down in Tallahassee. And Florida State's regional. Um, again, like you're competing against one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, and, and your other your other team you competed against was at their absolute peak of their season. They were playing against South Carolina. Yeah, and yeah. South Carolina was at their peak. They were rocking and rolling. And yeah, they they hit. South Carolina got hot at the right time, and they they went on a tear and almost pulled that regional out. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to say you expect more out of UCF, I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch when they're having to play a team like Florida State. But I don't think it's too far-fetched considering how well that program has performed over the last, you know, five, six years. Like, they've been pretty solid, and – I mean, to, to see them go up against, like, game one, they play South Carolina, and they beat them 6-1, mm-hmm. to one, and then they then they play Florida State, and they lose 5-1. to one. Like, you kind of – Florida State is is extremely good, but Central Florida is just as good. Just, I mean, they're, they're perfectly capable of beating Florida State. So, to see them – 
to see them lose that game the way they did, you know, I mean, it's still a relatively close ball game, but four runs is, is fairly hard to come by when you're going up against a Catherine Sandercock and a, a um, oh man, Mac Leonard. Like, it's what? Right. No, I'm there. Lost me for a second. I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Four runs are hard to come by against good pitching. Well, and that's what I was trying. Shido, if you go and look at a at at the oh, what's it called? Box score. You pull up yeah. the box score. Four runs, yes, hard to come by, but they out hit Florida State mm, nine to you four. Got, oh my gosh, I know that that feeling all too well. Yeah, they they put up nine hits. Florida State only hit only had four hits. So stellar job for the pitching staff for UCF. Like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But How many errors? That's what I was about to say. UCF turned around, and gave two errors. I don't know if those errors were you know, runners both in scoring position or just where runners were right. and how much it truly right. cost them. But, but I mean, you, you got to imagine like Florida States, they, they got some girls that have wheels and, you know, you, you let, uh, oh man, you let, um, who's their, their center fielder? Their center fielder is, uh, oh, I don't no, that's Johnny, that's, that's, that's Johnny Kerr. That's not what I'm yes. talking about. Uh, De- Devin Flaherty, you oh, you let a De- yeah you you let a you let a Devin Flaherty on base because you boot a ball. She's gonna turn it into a run. Yeah, I mean she swipes what like twenty five bags last year or something like that. A significant like significant amount. Like you, yeah, it, it, you can't and and and, playing... and and those those errors. They don't take into account walks. So, if if you're just looking at the box score, you don't get a full you don't get the full picture as to how well the pitchers perform. But if you walk a Devin Flaherty or a Johnny Kerr, like they're going to make you pay for it. They're going to get themselves in the scoring position. And then, say you have Devin Flaherty who just walked, and then she's still second, and then there's a ground ball. And she and you know ground ball to second base. Second baseman boots it. Now you got a runner on first and third. Or if she boots it and it goes into the outfield, Devin Flurry scores. Right. And that's a that's a freebie that you basically just let her just trot the bases on you. Right. You so, could have easily just put up a run. So. Yeah. So I mean, kind of disappointed to UCF had all the talent last year to compete with Florida state and to take that regional and for them to just shoot themselves in the foot and lose that game. And then just kind of lay down against South Carolina. Yeah, absolutely. You turn around, you, you, well, you beat South Carolina the first time. Then you turn Mm -hmm. around and beat beat them handily too. Yeah. Like six to six to one is, is, I mean, it's not a run rule, but I mean, that's a, the job well done. That's for a, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, but yeah, you turn you turn, you turn around, around and play them the second time, and, just, and they just they they do what a good team does, and is like, yeah, we're not letting y'all do that ever again. And they just yeah. South Carolina just smacked them. I mean, 
10 to 1. That's that's tough. Yeah. For for your the last game of your season to go out 10 to 1, that's that's got to be a pretty pretty painful experience. Yeah. But but yeah, then we move on. South Florida and Tulsa don't make the NCAA tournament, which is not unexpected. Definitely for Tulsa. They weren't even a 500 ball club. Um, South Florida, I can't say that I'm surprised that they didn't make the NCAA tournament, but when you look at their record and you compare it to some other schools' records in the Power Five, it's the same. Right. And in some cases, it's better. But, I mean, frustrating I to frustrating for a South Florida team that that put up a decent year, but that's just that's just how <laughs> how the cookie crumbles right now for the group of five. That they don't put up big numbers, they just they get the short end of the stick. Right. And, and, you know, you look at their season again, not a horrible season. Yeah. Room for improvement for sure. But you look at their season and they, they obviously, they play UCF closer towards the end of the season, whatever. Those three games against UCF, again, super strong team in, in Central Florida, they lose by two runs. Well, they, they lost one by one run, eight innings. One run ball game they lost. So they'd lose those three, whatever. But then, so after you compete super hard, probably dogfight all weekend on that, you turn around and you have you you have Memphis. Memphis got some work to do. But then you turn around and you play Houston. So Houston, another team that's not that strong in their conference, and, and you turn around and play them and you lose to them in nine innings. But then you turn around, beat them, beat them in five. So now you've got your momentum going in. And then you can turn around and got to play UCF again. Again, three games, lose one to two, lose like one to three, zero to two, something like that, two runs. You know you can compete with them. You know yeah. that, that you have the talent that, that you need to beat them. But my question is where or when, I guess, were those players going to find it within themselves to just be like, all right, we're not losing to UCF four times, four times. Right. Yeah. Well, my, I, I think the better question is when are we going to stop feeling, when are we stop, we're going to stop being okay with losing games against teams that are inferior to us? Right. Like, if you can compete with Central Florida, what business do you have losing to Houston and Memphis? Well, they didn't lose to Memphis, right? No, no, no. They they did beat they beat Memphis. They 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 shut them they out. Sw- they swept the series. Okay, mm-hmm. but but I mean Houston, like you have no business losing to Houston if you have the if you have the talent to compete with a Central Florida. Yeah. What no. are you What are you doing dropping any games to Houston? And then I mean if if we take a look at their their out of conference schedule. Uh, obviously, that that plays a factor as to you know the the ultimate decision to put them in the tournament or not. And if if their out of conference schedule was 
not extremely tough, but they were still dropping games left and right. I mean, I, I understand the decision to not put them in the in the tournament, but at the same time, when you look at you look at some other teams that we're gonna get into later on in this list that made the tournament and you're like, why would you not put South Florida in this tournament? Kind of a it's it's, it's a, just the way the tournament's structured, I feel like it's just Yeah. <laughs> And, and I mean, I understand the, the structure. So it's it's trying to be inclusive of of almost every single conference out there. It, it, I, I mean, pretty much every conference out there. But right, Tough I don't know. I don't know. We're, we'll we'll get into it a little bit later because in with some of the teams that made the tournament, you, even Tulsa has an argument as to as to why they didn't make the tournament. Well, let's move on. Let's get into Conference USA. So during the regular season, Charlotte, the old 49ers, right? Uh, Yeah, I think they're – I know they're the Niners. Um, I don't know if it's the 49ers. Maybe getting my NFL stuff. No, no, you're right. 49ers. It's 49ers. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't know why I'm second my second guessing myself here. All right. So the old 49ers, they go 35 and 23 in the year. They 16 and 7 in conference. They get upset by MTSU in the conference semis, which MTSU, we've talked about them earlier on, on the previous episode. They almost upset Alabama in the Tuscaloosa regional. So MTSU, mm-hmm. no, no joke. Not they're 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 no no one to to take lightly. They're a really solid ball club. So, um, and I mean, when you look at MTSU's overall record, they had a much better record than Charlotte did. It just so happened that within conference, they didn't perform as well. Um, Which again irks me. We talked about it. I think when we talked about the Power Five, about when it because we talked about Bama and how it was an upset from Bama. It's the same thing for me here. Like, I get it. You know, conference records, very different here. Um, MTSU's not as strong. Yeah. But MTSU overall, I feel like using the word upset, I just – I expect it to be like a team way down here. Right, right, right. A team way a true, time, you know? A true underdog. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, like the question – it still begs the question, same as Central Florida, or not Central Florida, South Florida, same as South Florida, like MTSU, you put up a 40-plus win season. What are you doing losing games in your conference? Right. Like, you have you have no business not being the one or two seed in your conference every year. Yeah, because they're they're a competitive team each year. Yet their conference play doesn't doesn't show that. Yeah, um, but yeah, Charlotte gets upset by MTSU. We'll talk more about MTSU in, in a little bit. Um, UAB goes twenty nine and twenty five on the year. That's not impressive at all. Somehow mm-hmm. managed to finish 
as the two seed, going 16 and eight in conference. So, I mean, I guess good for them getting hot at the right point in the season when they start conference play. Um, they, they, as the two seed, get upset by North Texas, who has the same conference record as they do and a better overall record. So to say that they really got upset is that's not true. North Texas was a better ball club, in my opinion. Um, so North Texas, as the three seed, they play UAB as the two seed. And North Texas being the better ball club, they do what they're supposed to do, and they beat UAB to advance to the next round. Um but there again, they, they get upset by an MTSU who in conference play was not, not very solid. good. Right. Not very good. North Texas theoretically should have beaten MTSU. But again, MTSU, the better overall com- – or not conference, the better overall record, probably the better team. So MTSU does what they're supposed to do and they advance to the conference championship. Then you have FAU, who comes in as the four seed for a conference tournament. Uh, they go 35 and 20 on the year with a 15 and nine conference record. Again, like all, all four of these teams have pretty solid conference records. Right. And outside of UAB, they don't have bad overall records either. Um, not the strongest that we've seen, but, not bad by any means. Uh, FAU loses to Charlotte early in the in the conference tournament. Uh, they get put out pretty early. Uh, yeah. I, I, I MTSU, think the thing about this conference is just that it it doesn't necessarily. It's not that it doesn't make sense, but it also doesn't make sense that. UAB can go in their conference play, and they, you know, their strength of schedule just might have been out the wazoo difficult. But you go in your conference, you're sixteen and eight, solid team, but you your overall record is is barely riding over five hundred, and and then you look at MTSU, again, you just compare conference. It's like, and MTSU's thirteen and ten, UAB's sixteen and eight, much better team. Immediately is a thought, but then. One team puts up 40-plus wins. One team barely makes it over 500. And so this conference, to me, just doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to you have to imagine MTSU maybe had a couple of, like, cupcake games early on. Um, but I, I feel like they played some pretty stiff competition early in the season, too, outside of conference play. Uh, that that really kind of prepared them for the tournament, but I don't know how that didn't translate to conference play specifically. Yeah, that one's. I don't know because that one's because not then, sense to me. Yeah, be, because then as as MTSU goes on into the postseason and they go to that Tuscaloosa regional, like I said, they they gave Alabama a run for their money. They they. They took it to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I, I'm hesitant to say they got hot at the right time because they didn't 
you don't go, you don't get hot at the right time putting up 40 wins. You you were good all year. So yeah, that just... begs a go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like it ju- it's just kind of yeah, like you said, Conference USA is just kind of it it just kind of it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um as far as what the the end results were for for the conference um but obviously MTSU a solid ball club they're going to win the conference championship coming coming out of the tournament as what the fifth or sixth seed uh, not not at the top i know that yeah um but again i mean there are 40 plus win teams so not really unexpected they just kind of i'm sh- i'm sure it had to be something with with injuries last year when they got to conference play that really hurt them and then by the time they got to the conference tournament they were 100% healthy yeah i mean if you go and look throughout their 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 regular season it it doesn't seem like they had the record they had as far as conference play goes, but then you look and it's like oh, a couple losses to Charlotte and then a couple losses. To, I think they lost two to FAU. Like they just lost a couple that not necessarily that you would think they would. And then, yeah. you know, they get into conference play and lost their second game of conference play. So they, they lose their second game. Now you got to win out, which obviously they turned around and did, but I mean, they had to turn around and win four games. And the team that gave them their first loss of obviously North Texas is a team that they were playing 12 inning, 12 inning conference championship game. Win three to two. What, what a fight. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's why that's a super long game. That reminds me of the game that we played last year at Cleveland central. Oh my God. (laughs) No reason. (laughs) Oh, what was the final score of that game? Like sixteen to fifteen or something like that. Yeah, and it, it should have literally been sixteen to two. Yeah, on like a Tuesday night, four hour game, two hours away for high school softball. Like, bro, what are we doing? Yeah, that was poor schedule. Yeah, <laughs> poor scheduling on my part. Like, geez. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, never again. Never again. Well, uh obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i mean for for ntsu to drop a couple games to charlotte during the regular season is not surprising because charlotte they go on in the postseason they go to the durham regional and they they take it to duke duke is a really solid program and charlotte just barely loses the duke in the finals i think i think they ended up uh no no they they okay so they went two and two in the Durham regional and they get to the finals and and they lose that first game to duke in the finals but i think Mm -hmm. it was a pretty close one i don't think it was like a blowout or anything i'm pretty sure they took it to duke and gave duke everything they wanted Yeah, so so Charlotte took it to Duke in that Durham Regional and make it to finals, face off against Duke, who was the sixth seed in the in the nation at the time. No, eight, eight, sorry. They were eighth in the nation at the time. Charlotte unranked, 
and Duke squeaks by him with a 4-2 win. So, like, for NTSU to drop a couple games to Charlotte is not surprising at all. Um, Charlotte was obviously a, a very solid ball club. Um, but, I mean, North Texas, virtually the same record as Charlotte. <laughs> so, again, you, you expect North Texas to be just as good. Um, but what – so, MTSU, they win the conference championship. So, they get a they get a bid. Uh, they get an automatic bid into – yeah, into NCAA tournament. Charlotte wins regular season. They get an automatic bid. Um, MTSU goes to Tuscaloosa. We talked about it a million times already. They go three and two in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Face Alabama in the finals. Take the first game after battling through the losers bracket. Right? Or am I wrong? I I think I think you're right because did Alabama. Get- did Alabama go through the loser bracket? No, no, no. Surely not. No, no, no. You're right. MTSU is going through the yeah, losers okay, bracket okay, okay, because okay. they lost the first time they played Alabama. Yeah. No. Yes. 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 You're right. You're right. Yes. You're right. And they got stomped the yeah. first time. They they lost twelve to five. Um. So they beat Central Arkansas eight to nothing the first game. They go 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 on to face Alabama. Get stomped in the ground. They face Central Arkansas again, squeak by with a 3 nothing win. Then they face Alabama. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like you might need some water over there. <laughs> Anyways, they go on to face Alabama after they win their, their 3 nothing game against Central Arkansas. Face Alabama and just come out firing. Um, I I think their, their leadoff batter, I don't remember her name. I want to say her last name's Eccles. She had one heck of a game. And their left fielder did too. Putting balls where people weren't, which is tough to do against Alabama. Put up a W, four to one. Then they got to turn around and play Alabama again. And if it isn't for the old Tennessee volunteer transfer to Alabama, that does it for them. Allie Shipman hits the solo bomb and knocks MTSU out. Yeah. Yeah. So MTSU, really solid year last year. Honestly, should have beaten Alabama in the regionals. Should have made it out of there. Alabama did not hit well at all last year. Um, at this point, Montana Fouts is not 100%. To say that you expect NTSU to beat Alabama, that's unrealistic. But had they done it, would not have been a surprise. I, I liked the matchup. I, I liked it a lot. You know, not obviously not the first time. Well, maybe not obviously, but not the first time MTSU and Alabama have faced each other. And it was the first time, I believe, I believe it was the first time MTSU had beaten Alabama. That four to one game. I think that was the first time that MTSU's beaten Alabama. And, you know, they put up a fight the next day. I mean, a zero to one loss isn't anything to be beating yourself up over for sure right yeah those are the ones that hurt the worst they they, although i was about to say although they do sting a little bit more than normal yeah when you get blown out you you can it's it's a 
it's a gradual just like dang this is over but when you're down to the wire that last inning that last pitch last strike that last ground ball like that's 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 a tough way to go out um but like i say you go three and two in a tuscaloosa regional against a really uh sec just a powerhouse in general but a sec powerhouse in alabama and you take a game from them and put up a dog fight for that last one. A ton to build on this year. Same thing with yeah. Charlotte. Ton to ton to build on. I want I want to see MTSU get right back at it. I want yeah, them to jump out, go right back, and I want to see them match up. I I don't even care if it's just Alabama. I want them to get a little SEC action. And I want them to put somebody in, not Tennessee, but I want them to put somebody in their place. <laughs> my my vote is Tennessee. My vote is definitely is. put Tennessee in their place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it's exciting to see a hometown hometown team. That's a tongue twister yeah. for sure. Just Rivalry go all week. in. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't mind seeing Charlotte take it to to Duke and uh, UNC, and I mean, I I doubt that they're going to venture all the way down to Tallahassee to play Florida State. Um, but I mean, it's I, I wouldn't mind watching Charlotte beat up on some ACC teams. You know, Clemson's not far from them. South Carolina's not far from them. So, I mean, I, I would definitely like to see Charlotte just jump right back into the swing of things and just go on a tear. But I mean, same thing with North Texas, FAU, like they had really good years last year too. I mean, not I don't, really good is, is a little bit of a stretch, but like they had really solid years um, and were clearly just as good as Charlotte and MTSU, seeing as how they all competed very similarly with each other. Um which I find to, it kind of interesting. North Texas doesn't get the bid to the NCAA tournament. Right. I understand UAB because UAB was barely above 500 overall. Hmm. But I mean, North Texas goes 35 and 22, makes it to their conference championship, <laughs> gets upset by a 40 plus win team, and they don't they don't make NCAA it to the tournament. They, like, yeah, no, you're not getting in. Yeah, I mean they they have one less win than Charlotte. I mean, not one less win, one less loss than Charlotte does. Yeah. So te- technically, they have a better overall record. I mean, you look at Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic has three less losses overall than Charlotte does, and they don't make the tournament. Like, and and, and Florida Atlantic doesn't doesn't play a UAB to start the tournament. They go straight up against Charlotte. Yeah. Who who we've already established as a really solid program. And somebody's got to lose that game. So it just happens to be FAU. <laughs> yeah. You just I want to see I, I want to see the group of five teams more for sure in the postseason, but specifically Conference USA, Charlotte, and obviously MTSU. That would be that's something I look forward to for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, even with like North Texas and Florida Atlantic, like you got Wouldn't North Texas. I mean, could you imagine North Texas beating up on Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas in the coming years? Oh, North Texas beating up on Texas would be awesome. It would yeah, just, I mean, it's just fun I don't to watch. think. Yeah, I don't think North Texas is ever going to beat up on Oklahoma because nobody beats up on Oklahoma. But I, I think there's there's tons of talent in that area, in the Denton, Texas area. That, that's mm-hmm. obvi- obviously North Texas. Um, but there's a ton of talent in that area and just throughout the state of Texas and then just across the border in Oklahoma, like there, there's all kinds of talent in the area that North Texas can pull, and like if 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 we were just talking about this coming season, little old Conference USA North Texas beating up on now SEC Texas and Oklahoma, I don't think they're going to beat Oklahoma. I don't think anybody's going to beat Oklahoma really, um, but could you imagine? Could you imagine North Texas handing Oklahoma their first loss of the year? That would be pretty awesome. That would be that would be that would be so sweet. Not that I'm rooting for Oklahoma to to do poorly, but you know, it is just about it's about time. So so I'm looking at it now. I, I went back to North Texas's te- te- Texas's North Texas, whatever. Go with it. Yeah, whatever. I went back to their to last year's schedule for them. They did play Texas. They missed it by 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 just a couple runs. They only lost two to four. So they're coming. Yeah. They're, they're, they're on them. They're coming they're coming in hot this year. Yeah. That'll be and I, I I think I think a couple months ago I read something about their coach and how he was like he's a young guy and this I don't know how long he had been coaching at North Texas, but it was some some something about him just like really developing and pushing this program forward. Um, so I mean I, I I would not be surprised to see North Texas upset some folks and steal some games from from some teams that they're probably not supposed to be in the eyes of of most college softball analysts. Uh, yeah, that would be something to watch for sure. So Conference USA, uh, pretty good conference to keep your eye on uh, this coming season. I mean, y- y- you could look at the American as well, keep your eye on them for Wichita State and Central Florida. I expect them to do just as well. But, but I mean, you're talking about Conference USA where, like, they have – at least four teams in their conference that have an opportunity to be something special. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, keep keep your eyes peeled for Conference USA to do some damage this year. So we transition over into the MAC. You got Miami, Ohio, finishing at the top of the pack, going forty and twenty on the year with a twenty-one and eight conference record. That's pretty solid. Strong, the, strong record right there. Yeah, strong, strong efforts from the Red Hawks on that one. They they win their conference tournament as they should. Um, 
when they fa- face off with the Ohio Bobcats, who finished the year 31 and 22 with a 20 and 9 record. So uh, I, I guess their uh, their out of conference schedule is pretty tough. Yeah. To rack, rack up 20 conference wins um, and only walk away with 31 on the year. Um, but yeah, Ohio, they, they finished runner up in the conference tournament. Central Michigan finishes uh, and a fairly close third place at 29 and 26 on the year, which is, I mean, that's, that's not anything to write home about. They go 18, 11 in conference, which is pretty solid. And they lose to Ohio in the conference semis. And then you got ball state finishes 27 and 26 and 17 and 12 in conference. And they go 0 and 2 in the conference tournament. Uh, I mean, it really looks like, if if we're talking if we're comparing the MAC to Conference USA and the American, um, I mean it just it really looks like their out of conference schedule is just drastically and significantly tougher than their conference schedule. I mean it's got to be because it's such a big difference between what they look like in conference play versus out of. I mean I'm I'm looking yeah, I mean, at Miami and obviously forty plus win. But I mean, even if you check out their schedule, they've got they played Oklahoma, they played, um, let's see, they played Stanford. I mean, they played other really strong teams. Played Charlotte, South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, how maybe did they, that is how did they do against those teams? Oh, uh, let's see, Oklahoma, not not swell. Right. Right. Not swell. Yeah. <laughs> One to thirteen loss. <laughs> On that one. So, you know, also not swell against Stanford. Uh, two mm-hmm. five-inning games for that. And then, you know, they, they competed with Charlotte and competed with South Carolina. Charlotte, they lost three to five. South Carolina, they only lost four to five. So, I mean. Okay. I, and, and, I mean, we, we look at Miami and how they did in the postseason. They, they, they go to Evanston, the Evanston Regional. That's Northwestern's regional. Um, and they go two and two in that regional and they lose to Northwestern in the final. So like they, they, they did really well outside of their conference as well. When they got into the NCAA tournament and went to regionals, I just Miami aside, like Miami put up 40 wins. So I would say that they're, they're probably a pretty solid team despite that the strength of their conference, but you look at yeah. the, the three teams behind them and the three teams behind them are racking up conference wins left and right. But then you look at their overall record and they only have like a handful more wins than their conference wins. And so, I mean, that just tells me that the the conference as a whole is just not very strong and, and then you they, get outside really, of it and yeah, they really can't compete outside of that conference with the exception of Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't expect any, any, I wouldn't expect anybody else to really make any leaps forward coming out of this conference to, to, steal the spotlight from Miami. I'd imagine Miami win, goes on to win the conference again this year and then makes the NCAA tournament for the second straight year or 
I, I, I just don't see a lot coming out of this conference. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I mean, if you look at, let's just skip on right down to their postseason. Obviously Miami's the only one to advance out of, out of conference. So they make it again to the Northwestern regional, do their two and two job there. But in doing so, they're obviously their their second loss came from Northwestern. Really mm-hmm. strong Northwestern team, four to five loss. Right. Yeah. So super yeah. competitive there. Other loss came from Kentucky, in which they lost one to nine in six innings. And they turn around and win nine to zero in five innings the next time they play them. So I mean, other than Miami to me in this conference, I mean Miami's putting up a strong fight most most games. But I mean, I'm not I'm not putting the other three or the other teams really for this conference just up there and and hyping them. I mean, I hyped Conference USA up. I'm hyping them up all day long. Yeah. I'm just I'm not Same. finding a team. I'm not finding a team here that I I don't I don't know. Outside of conference plays not as strong as other conferences. Yeah, I I will say Ball State got a new head coach this year, and she she brought in some some you know her preferred staff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it could be a turnaround. Could have a turnaround. It there. could it, it could it could be, but but I I I feel like especially with it being first year and takes a it takes a couple of years to rebuild a program. Well, not not so much that, especially on. with with the well with the transfer portal now. Like I, I could see an immediate turnaround. I mean, you look at football and how programs have turned around this year at from last year. Like Colorado, for instance, going one and ten last year, and now they've already got four wins on the season. Um, I mean, Deion Sanders made use of the transfer portal to, yeah. I don't want to say, yeah. I don't. I don't want to say he used the portal to completely turn that program around, but he's he's done a really good job thus far. Um, but so that could be a similar situation with Ball State. But in saying that, and giving that comparison with Ball State to Colorado's football program, I feel like it would be a similar. Uh, a similar turnaround where, yes, Ball State gets better. They they win more games, win more conference games. But outside of conference, they're still the same Ball State. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So instead of, granted, granted, right here, there there's not only four teams in the MAC. So Ball State's not at the at the bottom of the totem pole here. Um, but I don't necessarily see them climbing the ladder and jumping Miami or even Ohio. I mean, I, I think maybe they could maybe they could get there. Um, I mean, it's just another three wins. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't I don't necessarily think just in a year time span Ball State becomes the powerhouse of the Mac and goes to the, goes to the NCAA tournament. No, it's for sure going to take a couple, but I mean, 
they I feel like they could at least pull out. I mean, Central Michigan's got them beat by two wins. They can at least pull out a third place finish regular season yeah. wise. Regular season wise, pull out a third place finish. And then that just makes the conference tournament just a little bit different for them. So again, yeah. I still think Miami's pulling pulling out of this conference tournament, the conference champs again. But Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, our opinions of that could change the more we look into this this uh this conference and who else coming back and, and whatnot in uh, future episodes. Um, but we got the Mountain West up next. You got Boise State finishes on top in the regular season with a 16 and 5 conference record, 32 and 17 overall. Um they get they get upset by San Jose State, who finished under 500, mm-hmm. both overall and in conference. Yeah. Like Boise State, strong, strong conference, strong overall record, and then not necessarily pulling a UCLA, but. They pulled a UCLA. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you say it. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, they, they had. Granted, this is something that I did notice when I was writing this out. Mountain West, or more specifically, Boise State, it it really looks like they didn't play as many games as what most teams play. I mean, 32 and 17, like that's still that's still 50 games. 49 games. 49. Yeah. 49. So, I mean, that's still a fair amount of games, but I feel like most teams play an additional three to five more games during the regular season. But either way, it, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. I, it was just something that I noticed. But <laughs> Boise State pulls the UCLA. They get upset by a team they had no business losing to in San Jose State. Um you get San Diego State finishing second in the regular season. They go 39 and 17 on the year. So they had more overall wins than Boise State and only one more loss than Boise State with a 16 and six conference record, mm-hmm. which is weird to me because 16 and five is 21, 16 and six is 22. Yeah, well, you know. If you look at the next two, it's the same way. Yeah, you're right. One of them's got 23. Yeah. how I don't understand how that works. Like, I understand rainouts and stuff happen, but how do conference games just not get made up? Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me either. I mean, how, how do you – granted, now it's, it's a five-game win difference here for – the 16 and 5, 16 and 6 compared to the 11 and 10 and 11 and 12. But how do yeah. you how do you have one team that's playing two less conference games? Yeah, I, I don't understand the conference discrepancies here. Like I don't if you know like inclement weather's coming in, you Just play a double header. 
<laughs> yeah, you play a doubleheader, you move the game, and now now I get it. Like these are student athletes we're talking about, so like to a certain point, like you got to get kids back to school and get them back on campus and get them in class. So I, I get that, but at the same time, like, what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, what what are we doing? You got to get those midweek games out of there and get get these conference games finished up. Yeah. But I don't know. Mountain West is doing its own thing, I guess. So, San Diego State, like we said, finished second during the regular season. They they go on to win the conference tournament, uh, where they played San Jose State, who upset Boise State. Had no business being there in the first place. Um, but Colorado State finishes third in the conference, 31 and 21 on the year with an 11 and 10 conference record. Um, they get upset by Nevada, Nevada, Nevada. How I don't know, I feel like it's Nevada. I've I've heard both. I've always said Nevada. I had a buddy who was from Nevada, he said Nevada, and he said he couldn't stand when people said Nevada. So, okay, I'm gonna well, go I ahead actually, and stick I feel with... like it's it might be Nevada, actually. So, no. <laughs> Not Nevada anymore. Just, we'll just roll with it. Nevada. Um. But uh. But yeah, I mean, just. I don't like this conference. I'm not. I'm not even gonna front. Yeah, like yeah. I'm. I'm not. I'm not in. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm with you. I don't like it either. Um. Uh, well, like we're missing. There's a again. There's a team missing here like well how do we 16 and 5 16 and 6 and then it's like <laughs> where everybody else yeah. is barely yeah. making yeah. it if you notice here though what's what's odd that is not what we've seen with the other conferences the other group of five conferences specifically the mountain west did not get an automatic bid for the regular season winner no, I noticed that. What's so, also weird is just that their regular season winner didn't go to their conference tournament, but whatever, or their conference championship. But that's all. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Wichita State did the same thing, though. So Yeah, true. But Wichita State still made the conference tournament, or the NCAA tournament. Okay, so maybe our thought process of regular season winner – it's a bid is just wrong it might be or it may be that that um that opportunity is only given to the american athletic conference and conference usa could be i don't know because if we're looking at conference usa and we're saying only the conference tournament winner goes or gets the automatic bid. How then does a 35 and 23 Charlotte get an at-large bid over a North Texas or a Florida Atlantic or a South Florida, you know? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know the answer. Uh, yeah, I don't either. Uh, but the Mountain West, nevertheless, not super impressive. San Diego State had a had a pretty 
pretty good run. They win their conference tournament. They go to the L.A. regional where uh, UCLA decided to just not play. And San Diego State goes 3-0 and and advances. <laughs> and um, Still does pretty well in the Supers. Yeah, they 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 face Utah in the Supers. They they take a game and ultimately drop two to one, and Utah advances. Um, a really good season for the San Diego State Aztecs. Can't can't really ask that they do a whole lot more. Um, just continue to try to build upon that this year. I, I would love to see them continue to build upon it and and beat up on UCLA again. I think that would be sweet. Sorry, I had a little technical difficulty over here. Um, no, I think, well, for one, beating up on UCLA, a little bit of a sore subject. I like UCLA. I just don't like how they decided they weren't going to play at the end of their season. All right, yeah. I mean, but, I don't have – necessarily anything against ucla i don't like los angeles the city um it's way too overcrowded but by default ucla being in los angeles not a fan uh i don't despise them just not a fan so san diego state beating up on ucla i think that would be pretty cool but I also them being a smaller school and a smaller conference. <coughs> I'm just a sucker for an underdog story. That's what it boils down to. Just a just sucker. always root for the underdog. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just a good old American boy who loves a good underdog story. Uh, yeah, I'm here for it. San Diego State. Let's do it. Do it big this year. Let's go. We'll see. All right. So moving on into the Sun Belt. Are we? So <laughs> yeah, we're we're moving into the Sun Belt. Um Ashley needs to start diddling away on her fingers real quick. Um, as it looks like in our show notes, Robbie forgot to add a bunch of information about each one of these teams. Um, but I do know that this is the order that they finished in. Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns finished first in regular season. South Alabama finishes second. Marshall finishes third. <laughs> Excuse me. And Troy finishes fourth. Uh, I don't what? know how. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Don't pull up Louisiana. I got Louisiana going. Okay. Well, Ray, Ragin Cajuns. Yeah, so I don't I don't know what I was doing in this particular part of the show notes. It looks like I was drunk. Um, because Louisiana 
most definitely made the NCAA tournament. They go to LSU's regional. They go to the Baton Rouge regional, and they advance to supers. So I don't know what I was doing when I started typing this part out. Um, Maybe you just got so distracted by their stellar season and just forgot. Maybe either that or I was dealing with some other nonsense. Um, <laughs> also a possibility. For sure. <laughs> uh, Let's see. I've got Louisiana pulled you, up. Let's just let's just go through real quick on their on their season. Um, not recap, but just finish. I guess is what I'm looking for. I don't know. They end up finishing their season, not 40 wins, 50 wins. 50 wins. Yeah. They go 50 and 16 overall. Awesome job. 22 and 2 in conference. So, yeah, they absolutely deserve to make it all the way through the postseason that they did. And they get down yeah. and and just get down to the old Baton Rouge. And – so before we get into their regional play, I mean, even though I've kind of already talked about it. Um, so they they finished the regular season with 50 wins. They're 22 and 2 in conference. <laughs> They're the number one seed going into the conference tournament. South Alabama finishes 20 and 4 in conference. So that's pretty respectable as well. They're 39 and 14 on the year, which isn't bad at all. Um Marshall finishes third in conference at 17 and five with a uh, conference record, 17 and five, 45 and 10 overall. So Marshall, pretty solid year as well. Uh, just all oh, around, hard. really solid year. Troy, this is where it starts to get a little bit iffy for me. So Troy goes 14, nine and one in conference play. Not terrible. <laughs> the, the infamous tie. Um, not terrible, but not great. They're 33, 19, and 1 on the year. Again, not terrible, but not great. Texas State, very similar record. They're 13, 9, and 1 in conference play. And then 35, 25, and 1 in conference or uh, overall. But Texas State makes the NCAA tournament. South Alabama, Marshall, and Troy all get left out. So if the Raging Cajuns finished first in regular season and they had 50 wins overall, how then does Texas State make the NCAA tournament. They had to have won the conference tournament, right? Or it was one of those, you know, put the names in the hat, cover cover your eyes, <laughs> whatever name we draw, oh, Texas State, you're in it. I, they had to. I mean, they had to have. No, they, they, they didn't win the conference tournament. This doesn't make any I'm sense. Ta I'm taking a gander. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I'm finding that they did not win, but I could maybe I'm looking at the wrong, wrong area. If mine would ever load, I could tell you. 
I was indeed looking at the wrong area. I'm looking at a totally different team. So just. Texas State. What an interesting logo when you pull up the, the website. I don't. Interesting little saying there. This makes no sense whatsoever. The 2023 Sunbelt Softball Championship. Louisiana was the one seed. Just like we said, Texas State was the five seed. Texas State loses to Louisiana in the semifinals. Mm -hmm. And the Raging Cajuns and the All Thundering Herd face off in the championship. <laughs> and the Raging Cajuns win. So, so, how in the world does Texas State get into the NCAA region? They're definitely rocking and rolling with the hat method. That's all I got to say. I mean, that there's no. It's not that they have no business being there because they have business being there. They're a solid team, whatever. I mean, but not more so booted than Marshall. And, yeah, exactly. No, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I am beyond perplexed at this point. Yeah, I, I have I have no answer for this. What are we doing, NCAA? What are we doing? <laughs> I, I'm at a loss for words on this one. This is probably why I didn't finish typing out my notes like I was supposed <laughs> you got, to. You got so you got sent into such a shock, and you were just like, "Oh my god!" I just froze because that's about how my brain feels right now. <laughs> just what kind of sense does it make to not take Marshall? But to push Texas State on through doesn't it doesn't make sense. That's the answer. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Oh man. Ooh, that's tough. The next two teams that we're gonna mention from the A Sun conference, Central Arkansas and Liberty. Both 40 plus win teams. So Central Arkansas won the conference tournament for the for the Atlantic Sun. Uh, Liberty gets an at-large bid, both 40-plus win teams. And, I mean, honestly, Liberty is who ended up putting UCLA out, are they not? They they are indeed. Yeah. Win one for Jesus Christ. <laughs> win two is Grand Canyon. Right. Um, yeah, so – These two teams specifically, Central Arkansas had a pitcher last year who was throwing 70 miles an hour, just slinging it in there. Uh, unfortunately for Central Arkansas, she has since transferred to the good old Roll Tide University, uh, Alabama. For those of you that can't see me, I was doing a thumbs down, just so you know. Um, 
it's not it, I mean it's really not my fault I mean I kind of married into it so well I married into Mississippi State and you don't see me cheering for Mississippi State who cheers for Mississippi State honestly probably half of the state of Mississippi if I had to guess I mean yeah probably but what do they have to cheer about? Well, they did win. And then finished in last place. So, well. again, I ask, what do they have to cheer about? Anyways. Um, yeah, so, I mean, with Central Arkansas and Liberty, like, there were two teams that deserved to be there. And they proved that they deserve to be there because they performed pretty well. Um, li li uh, again, Liberty putting UCLA out and making it to the final, the <coughs> regional finals against San Diego State and giving San Diego State a run for their money, only losing that game six to three. Uh, we're is Central Arkansas. They are on the other side. So Central Arkansas, Arkansas goes... Thank you. <laughs> uh, in Conway, Arkansas, actually. Uh, Central Arkansas goes to the Tuscaloosa Regional, that's right, where they faced off with a really good Middle Tennessee State team. And uh, I'm trying not to cough, dog. You could take over if you want <laughs> No, I was just, just making sure you weren't going to joke or something. Just hanging out over there. <laughs> oh. I'm trying not to die. You're just hanging out. Done run out of water. Done run out of water? You're yeah, right. You I've, are from Mississippi. I've done run out of water, boy. Oh, me too. It's okay. Whatever. Yeah. So and and Central Arkansas ends up playing MTSU twice in that regional. MTSU, a really good team. They 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 handle Central Arkansas pretty well. Put them out. Um, but that's not to say Central Arkansas didn't didn't walk away with at least one win. They beat Long Island University and they beat them into the freaking ground 15 to nothing in their first elimination uh, bracket game. So that's tough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like I said, Central Arkansas and Liberty, both extremely deserving of being in the NCAA tournament. They, they performed really well. Uh, would not be surprised to see them end up there again. Although, there's a caveat to Central Arkansas because they lost their ace to Alabama. So curious to see how that one plays out this year. Um, might not be for the better. Uh, you got the Big East. Seton Hall makes the, makes the NCAA tournament after winning their conference tournament. Another 40-plus win team. Uh definitely deserving of being in the NCAA tournament. They go 
to the Austin Regional, where they unfortunately go 0-2. They they played Texas to start with. <laughs> they go or they, they dropped that game eight to nothing. You know, a, a really solid Texas team. Kind of to be expected from a, a smaller mid-major school going up against a, a a powerhouse, a softball powerhouse in Texas. Um, but then they play this Texas State team in the elimination bracket who didn't even have no idea how they ended up even in the NCAA tournament, and they lose four to three. So apparently Texas State was was a little bit deserving of being there to, to have won at least one game. And they competed really well against Texas A&M as well. They, they, Texas State lost to Texas A&M two to one their first game, and then they win four to three against Seton Hall, and then they play Texas A&M again and only lose four to two. So as infuriating as it is to see Texas State in the NCAA tournament, they didn't play poorly. Uh, but I feel like Marshall probably would have beaten Texas A&M. Just throwing that out there. No, I'm feeling like Marshall is just simply going to have to have another stellar year and just prove that they were the ones that were supposed to be there. Because they were. I don't I don't know what they have to prove. I feel like they proved it. They did. And prove. the and and the the tournament committee was just like mm, nah. You guys can stay home. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they had some sanctions on them or something that kept them from competing in the playoffs. Did they just know. maybe they no, they didn't just transfer divisions. Mm-mm. No, Marshall's been a D one school for a very long time. Yeah, I don't know. Then uh, I don't know. <laughs> now I am pretty familiar with the Big South Conference. Um, covers the Carolinas. Uh, it, some pretty some pretty good ball out there. You got Campbell University. Or university? No, it's Campbell University. It's, they, yeah. they, you know, they all fighting camels coming out of Bowie's Creek, North Carolina, baby. Uh, they they make the NCAA tournament. Another forty win team. <laughs> they win their conference tournament. Uh, let's check check out which regional they went to. I think it was the Clemson regional. No, I think the, you're right. The, the Duke, the Duke Regional, the Durham Regional. Uh, they go to the Durham Regional. They lose to Charlotte seven to two. Charlotte was a really good team. Um, and now when I say Charlotte was a really good team, they obviously took it to Duke and gave Duke everything they wanted in the finals. You expect a little bit more of a forty win team in Campbell. <laughs> Like a, a, a seven to two score. That's again, that's not really a blowout. It's not a run rule, but it's not necessarily a competitive score either. You need, you expect like a two run, two run ball game. Five, yeah, like three, I said, three, a, one, 
Right, 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 right. You expect a little bit more out of out of a 40, 40 plus win Campbell team. Um that being said, they go into the elimination bracket. They play George Mason, they beat George Mason to the ground seven to one. <laughs> then they play Charlotte again. This time, they do end up losing the game, but it is it's a six four ball game. Much more respectable score. Um, yeah. Definitely what you would ex- expect out of a 40-plus win team, a small school. Uh, you expect them to, to just compete better than a, a 7-2 ball game or, or getting blown out or something like that. So I'd expect to see them kind of produce the, the a similar season. I, I don't necessarily expect them to – you know, win a regional, make it to supers or anything like that. That's not to say that they can't. Obviously, you put up forty wins, like you, you got, you got at least a little bit of talent. Um, but they're they're always going to get put into a Durham tournament, or a Clemson tournament, or a, a Durham regional, Clemson regional, or something like that, or they're, they're always going to end up having to take on the powerhouse. So they're, they're going to, if they make regionals again this year, they're going to have to prove themselves once again. But then you have a team like Boston Dominant. who goes 50, yeah, who goes 52 and 10 on the year and 17 and one in conference out of the Patriot league. They win their conference tournament. They deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. You, they won over fifty games. How do you not put them in the conference tournament? When we talk about how they did in the conference tournament, I don't know, or not the conference tournament in the in the regionals. They won a game. They won a game. You know who they beat? They beat the worst team in the NCAA tournament, NC Central. Oh, you can ask for better timing to bring up Boston. <laughs> right. That, they so they they start out and they play Virginia Tech and they lose six to one. Then they go into the elimination bracket. They play NC Central and and beat them eight to nothing. And then they end up having to face Virginia Tech again. This is in the Athens regional, the in Georgia's regional. Um they don't they don't perform well against Virginia Tech in either game. The second game, they get beat nine to nothing. And mind you, this is a 50 plus win team going up against Virginia Tech, who is like a 35 win team. So some of this has to do with the fact that Boston has a terrible conference. So if you take away some of it, 52 wins. Got to give them credit where credit's due. They're also in yeah, a tough, yeah, yeah. tough regional. I mean, Athens, tough. Yeah. But... I mean, they 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 are, but their two losses came from the same team. A team that they... was not that stellar <coughs> in where they were playing. A team that was not very stellar in the ACC. Right. Correct. A Power 5 team that was not super great. However, a power five team nonetheless. Uh, yeah. So 
I don't I'm I have nothing against Boston making the NCAA tournament. They put up 52 wins. Like you put up 52 wins, you deserve an opportunity to prove yourself in regionals. Anyway, Boston was deserving of being in the NCAA tournament. For sure, you put up 52 wins, you should be there. Um you get McNeese State out of the Southland Conference. They had 47 wins on the year. They definitely deserved a bid. Uh, I think I think they walked away with a win out of regionals. I think you're right. Uh, they went to Seattle and played in Washington's regional. They 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 beat Minnesota twice. They went three and two. They almost took the regional from Washington. So definitely no problem there with McNeese making the NCAA tournament. Um, and then you got Grand Canyon down here from the WAC. We've mentioned them before. When 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 second game for Jesus, uh, they right. ultimately put out UCLA, which you know Should've good underdogs. Happened, but- it shouldn't have, but you know, when you got Jesus on your side, win one for him. 